Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Leafs podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Nsamo, here to talk to you guys today about last night's victory in Dallas at American Airlines Center, where your Toronto Maple Leafs defeat the Dallas Stars 4-3 in overtime. Can you believe Austin Matthews? Can you believe Austin Matthews? The greatest Maple Leaf player of all time. I've been telling you guys this for a long, long time now. And wow, has he delivered. Breaking the Maple Leafs franchise record for goals in a regular season. Scoring his 55th. But before I talk about more of Austin Matthews and the MVP season he's having here, let's dive into the game. Starting off with William Nylander's beautiful 28th goal. Coming off a draw pass from Ilya Mikheyev, really ripped that um, short side on Scott Wedgwood. It was a beautiful shot, binged right off the post, came back out so fast that nobody even knew if he scored yet. Absolute bullet of a shot, and this is what I want to see from Nylander. I looked back at uh, the start of the season when he was having his success, and I know, like I said, I've been so, like, I, I'm not going to lie, I've been kind of tough on Nylander. I have, but like... It's not like in the hater way. Like, you know, I hate the people that hate on Nylander and then when he does good, they suck up. Like, I hate that. I'm like, I've been tougher on him. Like, I love Nylander. I do. Like, I appreciate everything he's done. He is special. He is a top, he's a top 10 skill player in the National Hockey League. Like, if we're going off talent. Now, effort and all that stuff, that's probably why he's not in the top 20. Although you can make a debate maybe. But as much as I appreciate Willie, I have this feeling we're getting to the end of his days as a Leaf. I just do. I know tonight he scored and, you know, his point totals and he has the most power play points on the team and all that stuff. And his analytics are, you know, really good to look at and they're beautiful. But, like, I think we are. And it's sad because, you know, he's a special player. He is. But I just think we're coming to an end. I I do. And I, after hearing what Chris Johnson had to say last week, one of the core four. We know Sheldon Keefe wasn't happy with his uh, play in Montreal and, you know, last week as well. He really turned it up since uh, battling an illness and not playing in the game against Tampa Bay. But um, I think – I know he's going to hit 30 goals this year and all that, and you can't replicate that. You can't find options from the system uh, to make an impact as soon as Nylander did. But as much as I appreciate him, and believe me, like – I would love to have a Nylander jersey. I just don't feel comfortable with him being a Leaf long-term just because of you see how much he's in trade gossip. But with that, Tyler Sagan gets his 21st of the year. Austin Matthews gets the record breaker on the power play, 55th goal, um, you know, assisted by John Tavares and Mark Giordano. John Klingberg scored a nice goal, actually, in the third period, about five minutes in, assisted by Jason Robertson and Joel Pavelski. Morgan Riley, 10th of the year, assisted by Michael Bunting and Mitch Marner. This Riley goal was actually awesome because if you go back and watch that goal in Salomo, you could see when Mitch Marner stops up in the offensive zone and pulls the puck back and he's looking if he's going to pass to Matthews because obviously everybody thinks he's going to pass right to Matthews. Matthews was ready. 
in his shooting position, had the stick up, getting ready for that quick slap. But when everybody's thinking it's going to Matthews, Morgan Riley goes down into the offensive zone, just in that hash marks area, um, completely unmarked. Joe Pavelski took off his man, and everybody just pulled to Austin Matthews. And this is why Austin Matthews' success is going to be crucial down the road here and into the playoffs because we just firsthand saw the Dallas Stars gravitate towards Austin Matthews to make sure that he's not getting the shot off, which a lot of teams are doing now that they notice that, you know, he is going to be the MVP of the season, but they left Morgan Riley wide open. Nobody thought the puck was going there. Goes to Morgan Riley. He fires home the one-timer. Beautiful goal right by Scott Wedgwood to give the Leafs the advantage. But then with just over three minutes to go, Joel Pavelski scores his 26th of the season, assisted by Jason Robertson and Ryan Suter. Robertson is so fun to watch, and I know he's the opponent in this game, but man, credit to him. That guy is amazing, and his brother, obviously Nick, here in Toronto, if he can do what his brother's doing, wow, I'll take that. Like Jason Robertson, I hope he gets paid this year. He is going to be a franchise changer for the Dallas Stars, and I know they're tight with money, and they have a lot of stuff to work out down there uh, in Dallas, but you better hope you better hold on to J-Rob because this guy is electric. But with that, let's go to the overtime. Austin Matthews, 56th goal of the year, assisted by Nylander and Brody. When he got the puck in the neutral zone, I just you had that feeling when he started taking his first couple strides with that much momentum and that much force, and he takes it to the outside and using his body, jockeying for positioning while he's holding on to the puck to cut in front of the net and then go right by Wedgwood to the back door on his forehand. Absolute stellar goal unbelievable performance from Austin Matthews, which is something we've seen all season long. There's just too many moments where this guy says, you know what, let me take this team on my back. And he just does it consistently, consistently MVP of the season without a doubt. And this might be a Homer take and all. And I love McDavid. I do. But last night I was talking to my brother, um, you know, huge Chicago Blackhawks fan. And we're talking about Matthews and McDavid. And don't get me wrong, McDavid, I still think, is the best player in the National Hockey League. This season, though, I have to give it to Matthews. This season, Matthews deserves the Hart Trophy. I love McDavid. McDavid's speed and his offensive creativity is unmatched and clearly above Matthews in that category. But in terms of goal scoring, and everybody acts like Austin Matthews can just only score goals, what about his defensive work? This guy, now I'm not saying Matthews should win the Selkie, but the fact that this guy's even in Selkie conversations is absurd. And what he's doing this year on offense, both ways, to me, earned him the heart. And I love McDavid. McDavid's the better passer for sure. Definitely has more speed to his game. Probably has a little bit more offensive creativity. But Austin Matthews, 56th goal of the year, just breaking records. 49 goals in 49 games. There's without a doubt that this guy's my front runner for MVP. With that, let's go to Jack Campbell. I saw a lot of unfair criticism towards him and his play in the game last night against the Dallas Stars. Three goals against for 15 saves, 833 save percentage. You know, the first goal was kind of weird. It took a weird bounce off Sagan's stick, and Campbell was out of his crease, really, I guess, active on the play, and just kind of slipped through him. So, yeah, that's a goal you're going to want to have back. Unfortunate circumstances. But the other two goals, I can't really blame them. That Klingberg goal, backdoor one-timer, there's not many goalies in the league that are going to stop that. And the Joel Pavelski goal, 
come on, you have to do a better job of getting the guys out in front of the net. Like Brody, I like I understand it's easier said than done, but like come on, this 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 kind of goal right here, this goal right here actually, this one right here is a perfect example of goals that are going to happen in the playoffs. People battle in front of the net with just under three, uh, just under four minutes to go, and just a random shot from out left and finds its way into the goal because you have one of the best players in the National Hockey League in front of the net, Joe Pavelski, if not the best, and you know that's going to burn you. It just is. You're going to be playing tall, physical teams. Um, Tampa Bay just got Nick Paul, who does that extremely well. They have a bunch of guys over there in Florida, like Patrick Hornquist, who excel at this stuff. You have to move bodies out in front of the net. You have to do so. So, you know, Campbell, yes, only made 15 stops, but that's like only because he got 18 shots again. So I don't know what people want him to do. He looked pretty solid when he was called upon. It's just those two goals are unfortunate. And I don't know what goalie you think about in the NHL that would have those. Maybe Vasilevsky because of his size, but that Klingberg goal was a rocket one-timer, like rocketed. So I, it's hard to criticize Campbell. So, you know, he's 27-9-5 and five on the year. He's got another win since coming back from injury. I don't understand. Like, yes, his numbers since coming back, 906 save percentage, 941 save percentage, 846, 833. So back-to-back games in the eights. But, you know, one of them was a relief appearance in Florida where he gave up four goals on 26 shots against for 22 saves. But Campbell is going to be our guy in the playoffs. He is. 2.72 goals against average, 912 save percentage, and four shutouts in 44 games. The fact this guy has these numbers still, despite the amount of criticism he's received here in the second half of the season is absurd and just goes to show you how awesome he was at the start of the year. Um, You know, I think he is going to be a real important piece to how well this team does in the playoffs. That's not even a hot take. I'm sure you guys agree. Like, that's not even a hot take. I don't know why I made it sound like it was. But, like, you know, Jack Campbell, we need him. We do. So, Jack Campbell... That's my guy, ride or die this season. You know, I've gave him his criticism, and I've also been there to defend him, but that's our guy. So with that, Austin Matthews, clearly first star of the night. Two goals, 23 minutes of ice time, plus two. Morgan Riley, honorable mention, 23 minutes of ice time last night, and he scored. But, uh, you know, this is the team. Remember when I said in the pregame, the face-off percentages were going to be important? And I said, whatever team that probably has the most face-off wins is going to win this game? Yeah, well, that happened. 32 face-off wins, 228 for the Maple Leafs. Uh, the power play went one for three. Uh, they did get out hit, but they outshot the Dallas Stars 41 to 18. So the attendance was 18,012 people there in Texas. But, uh, you know, this is a nice win. It, like, this is a Maple Leafs team that they just keep getting points, and they're probably having their best regular season of all time. I don't understand how people aren't excited for this team. If you are a Leafs fan and you're not – happy with this team and you're you know you're not excited for the playoffs and you're just gonna be let down i'm sorry then like how how can you even call yourself a fan like this team is having its best regular season of all time it's best you are having your franchise best player and austin matthews go on a tear this season who i'm sure he's gonna be doing for a long time but this is our first hand what is him smash records mitch marner probably the most overshadowed player in the league this guy's a stud in the offensive zone, and he's so good defensively too, and nobody talks about it. He's so good defensively. He's even on the penalty kill, and everyone's like, oh, $11 million, waste of money, 10.9, all this stuff. Like, come on. This guy earned it. Like, look at him play. Without him, this team is not doing what they're doing. 
How could you not get excited for this team? It kills me. Yes, the goaltending position is scary. It is. Like, it is, like that is scary to go into the playoffs with. We do not have a number one that we all fully trust and that we all... But Jack Campbell, when he's on his game, he is that guy. So, you know, I don't know. I don't understand how people aren't excited for this team because guess what? If the Leafs make it to the playoffs this year and you are invested and they make it out of the first round, that's going to feel so much better than if you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they made it out of the first round. Yeah, yeah. Then you want to bandwagon. Stick with this team through the thick and thin. I know it's hard. This Maple Leafs team has put us all through the unimaginable, but they are second in the Atlantic. 46 wins, 19 losses, and 6 in, uh, I guess, overtime slash shootouts. But this is a team that, you know, they are good at this sport. They are good. They are a good hockey team, if not great. Is it crazy to talk about them as maybe the best team in the Atlantic? Hmm, I'm going to leave that there. But with that, let's go to the game on Saturday night as a preview now against the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadians come to town with a 20-40-11 record. They are 8th in the Atlantic. What a pathetic season for this franchise after making it to the Stanley Cup Final last season. Yes, they have injuries. Yes, they lost a lot of key parts to their roster. But come on. Come on. Like, how do you fall off this badly? Uh, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs, to be honest, from in general. But to fall off this badly, tough, tough, tough. But they are respectable since getting St. Louis as the coach. The resurgence of Cole Caulfield. Wow. Like, you know, that's what's tough because I love St. Louis. And, you know, now he's obviously in Montreal, which is the Maple Leafs' biggest rival. But what he's done with this team, credit to him because, no, they're not on a pace now that if they did this earlier, they would have, you know, made it deep in the playoff. Like, no, but he's doing the little things that this franchise needed, like getting Caulfield to find his form. Cole is an exciting, young, offensive hockey player that a lot of people criticize in the sleep fan base because he's a Canadian. But, man, he is so fun to watch. I must give him credit. Yes, his height's not there, but he's so solid on his feet. I think this is going to translate well for a long time in the NHL. I just do. So that's one thing to look forward to on Montreal. But in that, tomorrow night is expected to be Jake Allen. He's got a 9-20-4 record, a 3.29 goals against average, a 9-04 save percentage with two shutouts. Jake Allen, one of the most interesting goaltenders this year. I swear there's times where he'll get blown out, and then there's games where he will be on his head making 10 bell saves. We've seen in games against Toronto. We saw it against the Pittsburgh Penguins early on this year. We saw it against the San Jose Sharks as well when he put up a 37-save shutout. This guy just has these nights. So, yes, the Leafs should find ease finding the back of the net, but we know games against Montreal haven't gone their way recently. So, now that we're at home, the Leafs did beat them at home in the first game of the season for the home opener. It's going to be exciting. It was a tough game. We know Montreal likes to play that kind of system that the Leafs have a trouble playing against. But going for the Leafs tomorrow night is expected to be Jack Campbell, 27-9-5 record, a 2.72 goals against average, and a 9-12 save percentage. Um, you know, I read those stats out to you just a couple minutes ago, but I want to go over that again because Talking about goaltending and who plays tomorrow night, I actually probably want to see Shogren. It's not confirmed Campbell starting, but I like what they're doing with Campbell. They're giving him a lot of games in and out to kind of rebuild his form before we get to the playoffs. But this is a weaker opponent or should be weaker opponent. I think we should go with Shogren here because if you look at the schedule, 
after this game, the Sabres come to town and then the Capitals and then they head to Ottawa. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, they play Buffalo. Well, Buffalo, who's given us, you know, their fits this season, they are actually a very underrated hockey team. And they are humming since the month of March. Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, Craig Anderson, this whole team. Like, wow, Tage Thompson, since he moved to center, has had a 30-goal season. Like, this team, it's it's definitely not an easy team, and it's definitely a team to watch out for going into next season as they are going to get Owen Power, first overall pick in last draft, in the last draft, sorry. So that's a, te- that's a game that I'd want to see Campbell. Obviously, Washington, I'd want to see Campbell. In Ottawa, I'd probably, you know, I, I would, yeah, I, I'd probably go with Campbell there too, actually, and then play Shogren on Sunday against the Islanders. But, you know, I like how Campbell's starting to find his form in the win column at least. Um, seeing him get these wins consistently is always good because a lot of people, you know, don't have a lot of faith. But he's getting the win. So, yeah, the save percentage needs to go up in these last two games and, well, his last two appearances. But I have faith in him. So, uh, in terms of goals, the Leafs are, like, definitely out favoring this matchup. They are second compared to Montreal's 27th. Like, no matter where you look, power play percentage, we're talking about 1st to 30th. Uh, face-off percentage, 1st to 21st. Goals allowed, the Habs are last, or no, tied for 31st, sorry. Uh, the Maple Leafs are 18th. Uh, shots on goal allowed, Montreal Canadiens give up a lot at 30th in the league. Um, penalty kill percentage, the Leafs are 6th, Montreal's 29th. And Montreal takes a lot of penalties, 27th in the league, compared to the um, Maple Leafs, 6th. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens, their away record, 10, 20, and 7. The Maple Leafs' home record, 25, 7, and 2. So both teams are on a game-winning streak. They're very similar teams. Uh, they're both very young teams. But the last time these guys did play, Montreal won 4-2, right? So, yes, they are coming off back-to-back wins and Canadiens against the Leafs. Really frustrating wins uh, for the Canadian, uh, for as a Leafs fan. Um, very frustrating wins for the Canadiens. But, you know, this game is going to be a test. It's going to be a battle. They always are. Least first uh, Canadians, always a hyped-up matchup. Um, Scotiabank Arena, it better be loud. I might be there, uh, hopefully. Austin Matthews, 56 goals. Like, this guy is going to score 29 against the Canadians. He is. Like, he just is. Like, that's just who he is. He's so good. He's unbelievable. This guy, unbelievable. So, tomorrow... Yes, Suzuki has been on a good pace right now. I already mentioned Caulfield's resurgence. Montreal, they're really f- sound at the back end with Edmondson and, um, you know, Rome. Uh, sorry, Petrie's not playing. So I believe Romanov is going to be up there. You know, the those pairings, they're not like what they were last year at all, actually. But like they like Edmondson's a pretty good defenseman. So. It's going to be something to watch on the back end. Maybe the Leafs could take advantage there. We know Montreal definitely has the offensive firepower. Um, Josh Anderson, the guy loves to tear it across the Leafs. That's just a name that comes to mind when thinking about Montreal. But, you know, there's players deep throughout the lineup. Even Pitlick shooting percentages at, like, a ridiculous number. So he's getting lucky this year. But, uh, yeah, so this is a team that it's going to be tough. Um, not an easy win at home on a Saturday night. It's Coach Bank Arena, but I have faith in this Leafs team. And they better win this because it's the Maple Leafs. So, the Leafs, let's do this. Montreal, Toronto, always a matchup I'm looking forward to. That's all for me, folks. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go!